Maybe you didn't know, because I know I didn't, but in 1952, the Supreme Court ruled that public school students could be released from school during school hours to receive Bible education, as long as it was taught off school property, privately funded, and with parental permission. This means if your child goes to public school, there is still a way to get them that Bible education you hoped for. Joel Penton is here to discuss his amazing program, LifeWise Academy, and how you can start the process of bringing Bible education to public school students. We all know that parenting is hard work and life can get busy. We've done the research to help you. So let's dig deep with Leanne Mancini and work together to help you raise strong Christian kids. Hello and welcome back to Raising Christian Kids. Today I have a former defensive tackle and national champion for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Go Buckeyes, that's where I come from, Ohio. Joe Penton is the author of the three books and the founder and CEO of LifeWise Academy, a groundbreaking program providing biblical education to students in over 100 public schools during school hours across the country. A widely sought-after speaker, over a 1,000 live audiences, and a million people have taken in his message. He currently resides in Columbus, Ohio, with his wife, Bethany, and their five children. Welcome to the show, Joel. Thank you for having me. It's it's an honor. Well, I was very intrigued when I read your book. This is something I think everybody needs to hear about. What's happening in the public schools is horrendous, and what you're doing is just groundbreaking. So in the first part of your book, you investigate why religious education was removed from the public schools. And I had uh, Terry Podlinski on the show. I don't know if you know her. She wrote a piece on education versus indoctrination. Spectacular. And she dug deep into the backstory of what is happening in the public schools. So tell me, why did you decide to research this in the first place? Well, I got in, I started researching it because it's so important. You know, I, it's important to me to teach my own children the Bible and the gospel. And it's important to me. My life has been so transformed by the word of God. It's important to me to share that with others. And so I became intrigued by, yeah, what is the backstory? I've heard that the Bible used to be part of public education. I've heard the stories of prayer as part of the public school day, but what is the backstory? What happened? And so that's what got me researching kind of the history, but really what I, I guess even more so got me doing all that backstory research is because we kind of stumbled upon this amazing opportunity to reinstall Bible education and religious instruction into the public school day. I think that's amazing. We need to do that and we need it right away and we need to have everybody jump on board to support you to get this done. So, because a lot of parents, Christian parents, can't afford to put their kids in private school and they can't stay home and school them, so they're in the public school system. Well, tell us about LifeWise Academy and how communities can join the movement. Yep, LifeWise Academy provides a Bible education to public school students during school hours. And usually when people hear that, they either don't believe it or they don't understand it (laughs) because... It is so, it sounds so strange. We uh, learn these things about the separation of church and state, and we learn that the Bible has been taken out of schools, and we figure that is the end of the story. And very few people realize that there is a legal way already at our fingertips 
that we can utilize to teach the Bible to public school students during the school day. Laws don't need to be changed. The Supreme Court ruled already in 1952 that public school students can be released from school during school hours to receive Bible education if the program meets three criteria. Number one, it does have to be off school property, so not in the school building, but off school property. Number two, privately funded. Number three, with parental permission. And we discovered this back in, we weren't the first people to discover it. You know, actually, people contacted me and let me know about it in 2018. We launched our program, LifeWise, in 2019 with a goal to serve 25 schools by 2025. In 2021, we found ourselves serving 36 schools. And today we are serving over 100 schools across four states, and we will be in over 300 schools next year. Oh, please come to Florida. <laughs> There's a, that's where I'm from, so I want you <laughs> to come to. to Florida. Come down for a visit, too. It's nice and sunny here. Well, you talk about taking kids off the school property for Bible class and then bringing them back to class. So how does that work? And was there a lot of pushback on this idea in the beginning? You know, we thought there would be pushback, but there's been surprisingly little. There are a few people you know, there's a small vocal minority of people who think that the Bible is a bad thing or something. But most people recognize that the Bible is a positive thing. And virtually no one is concerned about the program because it's entirely voluntary. Parents that don't want to participate don't sign their kids up. And those that do sign their kids up. And so it's not really a threat to anyone but it does make an incredible impact. Some of our programs have over 90% of the entire public school that enrolls in the program. And the logistics are fairly straightforward. We pick kids up, whether if maybe we're walking them to an adjacent property that's a church or a community center, or maybe it's a, a building that, that the community owns for this purpose, but they could walk them or bus them to a nearby facility. We teach them the Bible and we bring them back. And it's a strategy that any community coast to coast could implement. And that's why we started LifeWise to provide the tools so that communities could do it in a plug and play, hit the ground running type of way. So who teaches the classes? The local community, as part of our process, we've put together a simple 10-step launch process. And as part of that process that includes building community interest, formulating a plan, developing local leaders, and, and executing on a plan, part of that is identifying local leaders. And so local board will be formed and they will hire teachers. And so we provide the templates on the job postings and they will post jobs. They'll interview. They'll decide whether they hire paid teachers or whether they use volunteer work. But it tends to be people in the community who are either retired educators or maybe they're young mothers who don't want to be working five days a week in the school system. Or maybe it's people who just have uh, experience teaching in churches. And, and so how is it funded again? Locally, they fund this program? It's all funded locally. And so as part of that launch process, the local team comes together and we provide the templates and tools to, to do the fundraising. And we're finding that in most communities, funding is not a big obstacle. Community members learn that they can teach the Bible to public school students during school hours there's a whole group uh, that say, wow, I didn't know we could do this. And in fact, I had lo almost lost hope. And seeing that it's possible, I'll do whatever it takes. And that includes writing a check. Well, how can they help your, how can people who are listening help your organization get this information out to more teachers and parents and, and public school administrators who may be interested? 
Yeah, well, I, I appreciate that very much. And I would actually kind of turn it the other way is that our organization exists to help those of you who are listening and are in communities. LifeWise Academy is a tool that any community could pick up and put to work to take advantage of this strategy to reach students in their public schools. And the way to utilize that tool is to go to lifewise.org. That's our website, lifewise.org, and click where it says, find your school. Every school district in the nation has a page on our website. Go there, find your school, and find out if there's already a LifeWise movement happening. The first step to in that 10-step process is to collect 50 signatures in the community of those who would say, yes, I want to see this happen. It's kind of like a petition. So go there, see if there's already a petition started. A community interest list is what we call it. See if a list is started. And whether or not it started, add your name, get plugged in, share that link of your school district page with others you know, get those 50 signatures, and that kicks off the process to bring this to your community. I hope people are listening. Oh, I know they are listening. I hope they'll be engaged in going forth and bringing this to their public school system. So tell us about During School Hours, the book itself, a little bit more. Sure. During School Hours is the book that we just released this month to very much tell the story of what's happening with LifeWise Academy. As I said earlier, when we tell people the concept and we tell people what's happening, a lot of times they have trouble believing it. When we share that, you know, next year we're going to be serving over 300 public schools, teaching students the Bible during school hours, they say, how is this possible? And so this the book really tells that story. Number one, it does make the case of why should we reinstall religious instruction back into the public school day. And so it tells the story of how it was removed. It, it goes through some of the negative effects that have uh, occurred of us removing religious instruction, as well as all the positive benefits of reintroducing religious instruction. And then the second part of the book is, okay, how do we do it? And so it explains the concept of release time, which is what the Supreme Court ruled on in 1952. And it explains how, with LifeWise Academy, we're providing a plug-and-play tool that can be used in any community. Because this had the practice of release time, again, 1952, it's been around for 70 years, and it hasn't spread very far, we believe, because of the barriers to entry. And so LifeWise is attempting to knock down all those barriers, provide the tools to communities, no need to reinvent the wheel, and let's see this thing implemented everywhere. And so this is elementary school, middle school, high school? All of the above, although we do tend to start at the elementary level. There's a few different reasons for that, but we tend to start at elementary and then expand the program into the higher grades as students get older. At the end of the day, we want to provide Bible education to public school students, no matter where they are and no matter their age. That's wonderful. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Just one more encouragement to the audience. You know, I would maybe just ask the question, what is more important than the next generation learning the Word of God? I was talking with someone who, uh, he's actually in in politics. He's a public servant, and, and he was helping us. And I said, hey, I really appreciate you taking the time because I know you're a busy person. And he said, well, I deal with problems every day, but if we could figure out this, how to get the Bible to our next generation, most of those problems I deal with daily will go away. And that's true. That This is a root issue, teaching the Bible to our next generation. So I would just really challenge whoever's listening to get plugged in, lifewise.org. 
Thank you. Thank you, Joel, for writing the book. Thank you for all you're doing. I pray God blesses your mission. And this is how we all work together to raise strong Christian kids. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.